Storm Eric last week brought some very wet and windy conditions. But does the weather hold any good news for the school half-term? Plenty of dry weather, actually, in the forecast. And where we see some sunshine, really quite warm. Perfect for playing outside. As the thaw persists across the snowfields of Scotland, the avalanche risk heightens across many areas. The avalanche risk in Glencoe is significant, also in Lochaber in the West Highlands. Across Craig Meggie, it's also significant. And early signs of spring. Are we out of the woods when it comes to winter weather? There are big changes during February. The sun gains in strength and daylight increases, typically by about 10 hours 45 from the start to the end of February. It's Wednesday, the 13th of February, and you're listening to Weathersnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Claire Nazir, and you're listening to Weathersnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. February half-term lands this week or next week for many school children. And after last week's storm, with copious amounts of rain and some strong winds, is there any sunlight on the horizon? Plenty of dry weather, actually, in the forecast through the rest of this week and the next week. And for some, it's half-term the week after as well. But certainly for the rest of this week, it's dry and wet. We see some sunshine, really quite warm, perfect for playing outside. It'll be breezy at times, especially in the west. Into next week, it looks like the pressure will mostly remain high. So again, not much in the way of rainfall. The nights could still be chilly with a touch of frost. But generally, the weather does look a lot calmer through the rest of this week and next. The milder weather is playing havoc with the snowy mountains of Scotland. Thor at this time of year can make for some very unstable snow slabs and the risk of avalanches therefore is higher. On the line is Matt Rowe from Met Office Aberdeen. Matt, what's it been like this season so far across the Scottish mountains? December was fairly quiet. We didn't see a lot of snowfall across Scotland. However, things changed quite dramatically during the course of January. We saw a fair amount of snow falling. Some of this was fairly heavy across the North and West Highlands. Just recently, the last day or two, we've seen milder southwesterly winds uh, come in, and those have allowed the temperatures uh, across all the mountain tops of Scotland to uh, rise above freezing. And just beginning to see some thawing of lying snow as well. What are the biggest factors that trigger avalanches across Scotland? There's a couple of things there, Claire. One is the weight of the snow following a fairly heavy snowfall. Just literally the weight of the snow will cause the snowpack to collapse. Also heavy rain, that will cause an increase in the weight of the snowpack and that will allow it to fracture. And also an increase in the temperature as well. If the air temperature rises above freezing, again, that will allow the snowpack to become weak and, and fracture as well. So how does the Met Office fit into the Avalanche Alert Service in Scotland? So we use the same avalanche warning colour code as they do in the Alps and also the Pyrenees. And looking across Scotland today, the avalanche risk in Glencoe is significant, also in Lochaber in the West Highlands. Across Craig Meggie, it's also significant. And even in the northern Cairngorms, it's moderate at the moment, Claire. So what's your advice for mountain walkers if they're out and about this half-term? So anybody considering going up into the Scottish Highlands this week, the air's become quite mild, the freezing levels have gone way above mountain top level. So anyone who's uh, considering going out, just check the avalanche risk on a daily basis. The uh, Scottish Avalanche Information Service, they provide a daily forecast of avalanche risk across most of the Highlands. So what they do is they take uh, information that comes from here in the Met Office in Aberdeen, and combine it with the, the observations that they go out in the, the field and then they come up with a, a daily avalanche risk. It's very good and it's certainly a, a critical piece of information that you should be aware of.
that was Matt Rowe, meteorologist from Met Office Aberdeen. So with all this talk of milder weather, is it too soon to talk about spring? Here's Ada McGiven. Is it too early to talk about spring? Well, that depends on who you ask. Ask an astronomer and they will tell you that spring starts on the spring equinox and that's typically March 20th or the 21st depending on the year. However, because that date does change, meteorologists have fixed the date of the 1st of March. Back in 1780, an early international organisation for meteorology defined seasons as groups of three months. And ever since, professional meteorologists have used this definition. But any gardener will tell you that no matter what date you fix to the first day of spring, nature will do its own thing. And the start date for nature's response to spring is known as the phenological spring. Last year it was particularly late because of cold spells during March and into April. But there are big changes during February. The sun gains in strength. We start to feel that warmth from the sun when the winds are light. And daylight increases, typically by about 10 hours 45 from the start to the end of February. And it's, of course, at this time of year that the land starts to warm up. We start to see shower development over land and not just overseas, where the sea temperatures at this time of year are still relatively low. Just before we go, let's return to Alex with last week's highs and lows. Here are your weekly extremes from Monday the 4th of February to Monday the 11th of February. The highest maximum was at Cardiff, 13.9 Celsius. The lowest temperature was Braemar in the Highlands, minus 6.3 Celsius. Highest rainfall in a day was at Shap in Cumbria, 52.5 millimetres. And the highest daily sunshine was also in northwest England, Morecambe in Lancashire, 8.3 hours. I'm Claire Nazir. Producer this week was Adrian Holloway, and this has been Weathersnap. Weathersnap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.